I believe personally in the little bit of a catch-up of talking to you tonight, it might be one of the best catch-ups we've had helping to redirect your focus and help you to get ready for the next few years or few months or few days, whatever it is. So with that in mind, okay, sound is great. Sound is great. Awesome. So with that in mind, I, I, I want us to have a discussion tonight, a, a brief discussion on the eve of such an such a awesome day for the whole of the nation family. I know when we get into that day, we're going to see all kinds of glitz, all kinds of glamour, all kinds of expensive display. But aside from that, let's also talk about what I would consider how to build. And PT has said it Thursday and Sunday. And he spoke about this thing they called the word. This thing that we knew from the beginning. So I'm going to start with John chapter 1 tonight, which is going to be my opening scripture with you. I want us to discuss, because he said the visibility of God per time is in the conversation he is presently having with you. Remember this, the visibility of God in your life in a time is the conversation he is having with you. Now, remember that in generation to generation, the one thing that we can spot and the consistency of God is that there's always been a conversation that is carried out with a certain generation. So tonight, I want to kind of just pour out my heart and also to discuss with you and have a conversation with you about what I think is vital. I also want to make sure that we maybe dispel or what is, um, make sure we move out of certain myths or certain thought patterns that we may have. Because I was talking as it's Minister Cherie's birthday today so you can imagine as we were coming on the way home, I was speaking to him and I said to him, uh, number one, I, I realized that our lives are actually made up and are products of what we hear. I want to start with this foundation that no matter how much you've been in the nation family and, and spat nation, I propose to you and not just because I want to say something rash. No, because I just want to deliver something that sounds or will get your attention. No. I propose to you that wherever you've been raised or the background you're coming from has damaged your construct to the point that although you may hear the word, although you may listen to the word, the word is continuously fighting with everything that has brought you to this point and is included in your makeup. So I was saying to Minister Sharif today, and it's almost like you can be you can be considered a doom and gloom preacher because you want to kind of help people to 
know the truth. And as long as you know the truth, he's, Jesus said this. He said, and you shall know the truth. You shall have intimacy with the truth. To know, the root word of to know is a word called genosco. To have intimacy with. To have intercourse with. I told him if I could relive my 20s, I sound old saying that, right? said, if I could relive my 20s, I would just spend time sowing and gathering knowledge. You see, as I said that right now, some people will say to me, Pastor Sam, you just don't understand what I'm going through. You just don't understand the needs I have. And I want to tell you, I was also a 20-year-old or a man in my 20s saying exactly what you're saying. Do you know why? Because the background and the place in which I was raised makes me always feel like there's this need, there's this race to have. But I realize it's not a race to have, it's a race to be rewired. It is a race to be reprogrammed. So I'm going to store up scriptures. It says, take heed to what you hear. The first solution, the first step, the first antidote to becoming or rewiring or reprogramming a hector is to change the frequency of his words. To change. And, and I was, so I said that in the conversations with me and PT, one of the words that I really realized come out most is this word intentional. I said, if I dare to give 10, 20 year olds a task, and say for a year, 12 months, cut off, number one, cut off the people you would usually follow on social media and follow a different type of people, expose yourself to a different kind of conversation, cut off the music you used to listen to or you listen to. If I gave them just that project, it would be physically impossible for them to achieve that result. Or to do what I told them to do. You know why? Because something will tell them that they're missing out on something. But I know that if just for 12 months, they could, they could actually change what they're listening to. They could actually change the things in which they absorb. In that 12 months, their life will become different. So I've discovered when you hear... I am a product of my environment. In order to actually escape being a product of your environment, there is a thing that you have to do, which is called sit down and be rewired and reprogrammed. So the thing that the word does is to reprogram us. And, I, and because you may be you may be older now, whether it's 25 or 30 or, or you've been in the nation family for a while does not mean you've been reprogrammed. 
In fact, sometimes when people are in the middle of being rewired, it is them that will get themselves, remove themselves from the lab and just settle with the fact that they've changed a bit. But the reprogram was not, the reprogramming was not completed. And if that reprogramming is not completed, no matter how much you praise God or how much you're a part of the nation family today, the only place you're heading is the same results that your predecessors got. So Jesus was intentional with the disciples. He took them from everything they knew. I need you to hear me. He took them from everything they knew because he wanted to expose them. So, okay, let me take my time with this. So another scripture you have to pile up for me is repent. But let's, let's start with take heed to what you hear. Go for it. Luke 8 from verse 17. 17. So we're looking at Luke 8 from verse 17. This screen is blank, by the way. It's not really saying anything, but that might be intentional. I'm not sure. Go for it. For nothing is secret that will not be revealed. Okay, you're going to have to start a bit further back. So we have some context with this. Mm. From verse 11. Go for it. From verse well, 11, uh, yeah, because 11 is a mad read. Go on. No one who, when he has lit a lamp, yeah. covers it with a okay, vessel. Okay, you're gonna have to start just a bit further back, actually. I think you should be with me tonight. I think we're about to stumble on something that may help somebody. You know, people get to a place in life where they feel as if now I've just got to fight through and and try and make things work. But I want to give you an easier route. For some of you, this eve of 11-11 might be an opportunity to reset, an opportunity to realign things. Don't, don't go and get lost in, in the rat race called life. You know, I always try to, I, no, before I even say that, look at, look at certain things. You know, one of the things I notice about people who totally commit to leadership and entrust their lives into leadership hands sometimes, it is easy for them to become almost like powerhouses because they've, they've just decided to commit themselves to the direction and to the, the leading of leaders. But I will get there in a moment. So for some of you, I feel as if this eve of 11-11 is an opportunity to realign some things. Another thing I want to do is to actually take time to tell you that it's not too late. You know, some people look at their ages and, and it's only in our community that will say that I'm 25 now and I have nothing doing. No, stop comparing yourself to the background you've come from because, you know, the first currency you are served in life is time. And every time you regret the past, you are actually spending your currency of time regretting something that you cannot change. So I want to give you an opportunity, almost a, 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 a way through for the next few months. Do not be afraid to realign your life with that which God started in the beginning. But let me use scriptures to do this tonight. Go for it. Just 14, I think, or, or wherever. Or where, wherever you find that makes sense. 
Oh, okay. So ima- imagine this is so funny, you know. Go read it, read it. Go for it. Mark 4, sir. Yeah, verse 21. That's, that's what I'm thinking. You know, in, unintentionally, I knew that I'm going to stumble on this scripture today, but I just thought, let me try and be a pastor and preach something else, but it didn't work. Go for it. Also, he said to them, mm-hmm. "Is a lamp brought?" No, to you got to start from verse thirteen. We're going all the. We're going for the. We're going for the full works today. Go for it. And he said to them, uh-huh. "Do you not understand this parable? Mm-hmm. How then will you understand all the parables?" Yeah, the Be- sower sows the word. Uh huh. So look at this. Look, look at what happens. Remember, the beginning of anything revolutionary is seed. Seed is what drives revolutions. So the thing about seed is that you sow it into a field. You sow it into the world. You sow it into a market. He said the sower is responsible for sowing a code, the word. The sower is responsible for sowing a program, the word. That is what the sower is responsible for. So I discovered that the people... You know, the people who prosper most, the people who have the story of change and the narrative of change in their life, for real, not, not the one where they're talking about, yes, I managed to put some things together. No, the ones that have the narrative of, narrative of change is those that have made their environment conducive to be able to receive the program called the word to be able to conform to a place where the word can be sown. So, you know those days when your pastors used to be on you a lot and tell you about the use of SoundCloud before you got mature enough to say that you're all churched out? Good good for you because you know what? Wherever the word is, right? Wherever, wherever they are sowing the word, they are reprogramming lives. And so he says the sower is responsible for sowing the word, the word is responsible for everything that your life will become. So I see people work very hard and, and I'm only trying to tell them if you understand the program called the word, especially the word that comes out of the mouth of a PT, you know, all of these words that come out of the mouth of a PT, you, what they actually are, they are codes, they are programs that if somebody will sit down with them, their whole life will be rewired. The sower sows the word. Go for it. And these are the ones by the wayside uh-huh. where the word is sown. Uh-huh. When they hear, Satan comes immediately mm-hmm. and takes away the word that was sown in their heart. You know what I find this scripture so interesting? Because there is always a developing insight into what God was trying to say here. Satan doesn't walk up to a man and pick the word. He develops systems in their life that will pick the word for him. You know sometimes it's your closest friend that has access to you that will help Satan pick the word. Let me tell you, the conversation, you know, after you've been in church service or you've been in, in, in like this Thursday, we'll hear the word from PT after you hear a major word, then the conversation you're going home with picks the word for Satan. As simple. I realize that the bill that comes through the door will pick that word. I refuse to preach about bailiff anymore. They were telling me about a situation, this bailiff, did it, did it. I said, look, I'm not, I, I don't even know bailiffs exist anymore. Do you understand? 
So if you have a bailiff chasing you down, I don't care. I don't, it's not my business. You understand? There, there's certain words you just have to choose to not be a part of anymore. But why did I mention that? Because remember, Satan is not going to walk up to you or come in your dream and take the word away from you. There are systems already set up, especially in a country like the UK or a, a system like the UK in which there are, there are regulations that are so tough. The, your, <laughs> your, your debts will come and take that word from you. You see, when you, you, you haven't paid X, Y, Z, you haven't paid this, you haven't paid that. Unless you're somebody who decides to be different, Satan comes immediately and takes that word, the word away from you because your mind has gone to something else outside of what the word that was, of the word that was being sown. So he says, when they hear, listen to this. He first of all says, when they hear, Satan comes immediately. So the first thing Satan does is that he doesn't allow what you hear to sit. Listen, I want to break down in detail to you exactly why people do not receive or, or get into the programming of the billionaire status or the millionaire status or the trillionaire status that God is trying to deliver to them. He says when they hear Satan come, so they heard, but the the thing that is supposed to happen after they hear is that that word is supposed to be sown somewhere where no one can find it. But when they hear, so sometimes people have a conversation with me, some of those that are closest and I will hear them out and they talk to me about the word and I told them, you know, I think people look for validation from me. They say, sir, I don't really do this well, I don't really do that well, but is it okay, is it not? I'm just like, maybe, maybe not. Because I know the gift, the first gift that God gave me was my ability to listen and my ability to find space for the things in which I hear. Not the things in which I do because what I do may be temporary, but what I hear will produce what I will do next. So if you're not good at hearing and storing and having capacity to store what you hear and Satan has ability to take away the word that is sown then I already know that whatever you're doing already has a time limit on it and it has a date of expiration. It's like milk. You put it in the fridge. No matter how long you put it in the fridge, one day it will go off. So he says when they hear, Satan comes. So the first thing is he talks about their ability to hear. They do hear. But the thing is, although they hear, Satan comes and takes it out. So you know, I want this to be practical tonight. One of the things that you have to make time for is you have to make time to listen and plant what you listen deep inside of your makeup. You've got to allow what you listen to rewire you. So if you're, I think it was Pastor Taliba that came, I think I was in my office late at night and she said, I'm working. And you know, working for me is allowing the word to work on me. So I'll sit there with the word and she was actually like, well, you should set up a camera and document these days. And I said, so, but I didn't say this to her, but I was like, look, I would never give anybody the secret to constant progress. I'm sorry. The secret to constant progress is just the fact that you spend time to have time to listen to words that rewire your life. 
There's no business, no profession that is above the word and it's just tuning certain settings. I realized that I could have shortened my journey if I spent more time listening and stopped looking for many activities to do. You know, listening is so, it's such a great skill the, to have the ability to, to listen and pay attention to words. It's such a great skill that you, you won't see the effect of it until it's time. There will be a time where things align themselves and all of a sudden you just know what to do because you've spent time listening. Even listening will help you acutely hear what others are saying. You will know the problems of others because you have a skill of listening. You don't, you don't, you're not high in assumption. Some of the people that I know and I sit around with, I say, you, you, you are high in assuming. You don't listen. So I remember sitting down one day and I said to one of the people around me, I said, can you go and get me a drink? Simple. This is simple. Look at this. And then, can you go get me a drink? This was, a, I asked for a certain drink. Do, 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 do. By the time the person had got downstairs, they had forgotten. You know what that really tells me about that person's mind? A lot of stuff going on there. A lot. That's why they can never prosper. They can't hear. Satan comes immediately and takes away the word that was sown. Where was it sown? In their hearts. 16. Let's read on. These likewise are the ones sown on stony ground, uh -huh. who when they hear the word, immediately receive it with gladness. So there's a next stage of those who hear the word and receive it with gladness. But what happens to these ones? And they have no root in themselves, mm -hmm. and so endure only for a time. So why do you think I would tell you tonight that there are places where you get to where you actually just spend time developing root and foundation so if i turn to a young man and say you see these are your 20s right yes you're working wherever you're working and you're just gathering information you're hearing the word allowing it to reprogram you No, it doesn't matter if you're living in the house of capital or the gold house or wherever you live it still doesn't matter there is a programming working in you there is and that programming has a virus in it as well that's why sometimes when your leader says something, you can quickly um, object or oppose what your leader says simply because wherever you're coming from has taught you differently. It is not because you have different information or, or exposure. It's just because wherever you have found yourself in life, the conversations you have had, the people you are exposed to have taught you differently and you don't have capacity to look in front of you and say, well, these are the challenges my leader has overcome. These are the progresses my leader has made. There must be something that is running that person's life a bit different than what I have usually been exposed to. So he says, and they have no root in themselves. So these are people that did not spend time patiently building a foundation. Let me give you another advice. Don't get excited with whatever you're building now. Without foundation, you are easily swifted. So what are the people that you build around you? You build people with root. And this is not me speaking to people outside. This is me speaking to you and telling you that the time, of, the time you're in is still a root it is, it is the time of setting roots 
in yourselves becoming stable people people who are consistent i still telling one of the sisters today i said even till now you don't understand the fundamentals of leadership the meaning when you put when you put your head in something you see it through because you're a person of root you're strong no matter if the physical tree is sown off is cut down with an axe or with the machinery that people use to cut down trees if the roots are developed that tree will grow back so when we talk about programming when we talk about whatever you do why can we be confident that we will always have the same results over and over again why can we be confident that there is nothing that the city or the nations can do because there are men and women of root. They are well-rooted, established, but again, and they have no roots and so only. And so endure only for a time. So they are for a season. So what is interesting for me is that this is practically teaching us about why there are certain people that come, you know, you have your one-hit wonders. They have their time in the spotlight as a celebrity and then all of a sudden it's like they fade away. You see, their programming was, had no root to enable them to endure. So I realized that the highest commodity you can have or the highest operation you can have is not the business you're currently running, but the operation of you working on you. Consistently digging foundation alongside your 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 peers or alongside the family consistently digging foundation who are those that in 10 years time you will know they're consistently firing or consistently moving from a financial cap to a greater financial cap those working on route i don't care how well you are how elegant or how or how good you are in speech or how close you are to a Pastor Sam or a Pastor Toby. I don't care how close you are and unless you are developing roots, spending time, sitting down with the words that Pastor Toby spoke or the words that P. Sam speaks and you're sitting down and rewiring and programming your mindset, paying attention to the words that are being spoken and able to sit down and know that, okay, this calls for a operation here. The most valuable thing, most valuable thing you will have in your life are the words your leaders speak so when i hear a pt speak sometimes i understand that i have to pay attention to these words to first of all understand what he is saying I, and how do you do that it is four plus words sit down thinking thinking questioning your notebooks or or your or your notes your cloud libraries your cloud notes should be full of questions and and thoughts of what exactly is being delivered to you because remember your your what you're trying to avoid is you're trying to be a, avoid being a person that endures only for a time i don't care if that time is 10 15 years if you're going to become somebody who is everlasting it is because you continuously know how to plant root
afterward when tribulation or persecution arises. And it's interesting this scripture because remember it says when tribulation or persecution arises. One of the things I need you to understand is that yes we've gone through persecution. And yes we've gone through certain tribulation. But remember look at what it says next now. Go when tribulation or persecution arises for the word's sake. It didn't say that it arises because your life is going a certain way. The more you get into the word, there are certain persecutions that will come for the word's sake. How do you know that you've hit a kosher or a certain height in the world? There is a certain persecution that comes. It can be sometimes, the persecution can be on the inside of you that you know now that it's a time for a new financial level. But he says when it arises for the word's sake, what happens? Immediately, they stumble. They stumble immediately because of lack of roots. So remember what, oh my days, I love this. What will cause people to not endure is the fact that they have opportunity to stumble. It is not because they wanted to leave. It was There was an opportunity to stumble and because the root was not what it needed to be, they stumbled. This is not even where we're going, but let's, let's continue. Now, these are the ones sown among thorns. Uh -huh. They are the ones who hear the word mm -hmm. and the cares of this world, the deceitfulness of riches uh -huh. and the desires for other things enter in to choke the word. It enters in to do what? To choke it. The cares of this world. I don't even have time to go into this, but remember I told you in such a regulated city, like the UK. What, the, what will happen is that this system is delivered in such a way to make the word be choked. Like, there's, look, you, before you can even think of the word that was preached, there was, there's work in the morning. Before you can even sit on this, your friend's just throwing a birthday. You've got to think about the next person to please. Then also, then God forbid that you... Your, your relationship, the one that you decided to go and get, is, is demanding as well. He said the desires for other things entering in to choke the word. It chokes it. And guess what? It becomes what? Unfruitful. So the, the duty of the word, the duty of the programming was to make you fruitful. The word was supposed to become fruitful through your life. So if I sit down and I have to take a, a, a stock of people's lives, I would look at some of these lives and say, this one has taken on too much before the word has had time or opportunity to become fruitful. So that's why I said that to, to somebody listen to me, listening to me that would be young, that the only thing I would advise you to do right now is I would say, have word, have exposure to knowledge, and sow your seed. There's something about being an effective listener. People skip what, what you have to say. They just already assume they know. They don't listen. Verse 20. But these are the ones sown on good ground. Mm -hmm. Those who hear the word accept it and bear fruit. Mm -hmm. Some 30-fold, some 60, and some 100. Okay. 
Also, he said to them, is a lamp brought to be put under a basket or under a bed? Is it not to be set on a lampstand? I hope you understand what Jesus is saying here. Remember that when he was started this, he talked about the sower. And he said that the sower sows the word. By the time you get to verse 21, he's now talking about a lamp brought not to be put under a basket. Remember, he's saying that if you're going to get to the place in which the word had come into your life to get you to in the first place, it first of all starts with your ability to listen and create space to contain that word. Because what people do not do is that they do not create space in their lives to contain the word. If you, sh- you know what you should do? You should actually spend time noting the things that make you not have time to really sit down with the word. So that you can know what to get rid of. I don't care if it's friendships. Because if you do that, you will know the things that take you out of the makeup you currently need in order to sit down and be reprogrammed. There are commitments that you have made to certain people too early. It's too early. You've committed to a certain friendship group too early. You've taken a certain word as gospel too early. You are too inexposed for the level of for the level of surety in the things that you have committed to. I don't think you would have heard what I just said. You are too inexposed for the level of surety that you of the level of surety that you've committed to certain things. You know those friends that you have that you've committed to. You are too inexposed to have committed that much to a certain group of friends. I don't care if, you know, as a leader, do you know what I realized? I was saying this again to Sharif. I was, and I, I refuse to say the older I get, the richer I get, the more I realize that my life is a product of the people and I surround myself with. That's as simple as it gets. You are a product of, you see, at the beginning of your life, you are a product of your environment. When you now have ability to choose, you are a product of the environment you created. Do you understand that? At the beginning of your life, you're a product of your environment. But when now you have ability to choose, you are a product of the environment you created. So he said, is a lamp brought to be put under a basket or under a bed? Is it? Is it not to be set on a lampstand? Uh-huh. For there is nothing hidden which will not be revealed, nor has anything been kept secret, Mm -hmm. but that it should come to light. Uh If anyone has ears to hear, let him hear. Look at what he said to them. If anyone has ears to hear. So you know when you speak to certain people, you realize that you begin to filter people from the ones that actually have ears to hear and the the ones that are around but they're not hearing. He said, I love this statement. We're going to have to read this in different translation. If anyone has ears to hear. Because everybody can can be in the presence of your words, but there are a very few. In fact, let me tell you, more time is 1% of people that actually hear what you hear. It doesn't matter. Look, 
I, I've pastored now. Let me say, if I want to say how actively I've pastored, I've, I've pastored or been around pastoring for 10 years straight, 11 years even. Been around pastoring, just immersed in it. And I've seen that most times people can be close, but they don't hear you. They don't hear. So Jesus then says, so Jesus then said, if anyone has ears to hear, let him what? Amplified classic. Go for it. If any man has ears to hear, yeah. let him be listening uh, and let him perceive and, and comprehend. I love this. So he said, if any man has ears to hear, listen to this. He said, let him be listening. Let him perceive and comprehend. Can I tell you something? If you want to be successful, meaning if you want to have success, let me just use success for better word, better word. But if you want to have success, if you can do this, the first thing to ask your leader for is not finance. The first thing is to be able to look and listen. People do not listen. They don't listen because already there is a framework going on on the inside of them that is, is determined to steer their life into the ditch. So don't worry me. If I work hard, da, 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 I'll be this, I'll be that. Let me tell you, your construct will not allow you. Nothing. I was telling my brother this the other day. He was telling me about a store that he's gone to go and get and, and stuff like that. And he's not, he's not really going to be too invested in it. I, I turned around to him and said, nothing good can come out of credit. It's, you, you, you need to understand, it's not set up that way. I'm, I'm just look you know when people tell me for example um for example there was a time i think we were looking for houses for some and, and then i just saw i just saw s west nine i said nope not there because nothing good i don't i don't think you understand when we talk about systems like there is you're not so you're you're not surrounded by anything good there is no millionaire existing in those places. There is no thought or ideology or philosophy that will change a life existing in those places. Their spending cap in those places. And let me break it down literally. They're spending the cap in that, those places, the salary that is earned in those places. For example, there's, there's no one in Croydon, for example. Let me use Croydon as an example. There's no one in Croydon living in a three-bedroom apartment that is making a million pounds a year. Forget about a month, just a year. It's not possible. You're not going to meet anybody good there. But... What he started was, what they started or what they're doing is like, you know when, you know, let me leave what they're doing. I'm saying if you want to open a business, they do things that have to do with making people pretty. Like a nail bar. Because that's the only thing that will thrive in those places. Because people will not make money, but they will need to, they, they will need to look after themselves. Meaning they will make sure their nails are done. 
They'll make sure their toes are done, whatever that means. They'll make sure their hair is did. They will buy a 300 pound wig on their 1K a month salary. That's what they will do. So cater to those things because that's exactly what those areas need. They're not going to have anything significant going on there, but they will make sure that their appearance looks certain ways. And if they have to steal, rob, borrow to do that, they will. So when, you, when I speak, when I talk, I'm not talking from a sense of I'm trying to look down on that area. I'm just saying Jesus turned around and, uh, no, the man turned around and say, said, which I understand this statement. He said, can anything good come out of Nazareth? The only thing good that came out of Nazareth was Jesus. The only thing that came good coming out of Croydon is a Hector. But guess what? He's got to come out still. Doesn't stay there. There's no mind. Look at all the friends you know. Look at their chosen path of career. The best of them, if they did really well, is, is now practicing to become maybe a pharmacist or they're in the finance realm and earning a salary of maybe two five. That's the best of them. That's the best. But then the worst of them, worst of them meaning career-wise now, definitely a drug dealer. Definitely kicking down doors and having beef on a daily basis. That's what you're getting out of those areas. And it is so consistent that even if he's working, he's shorting. Let me tell you why. That's what that environment produces. And remember, subconsciously, being in those areas deliver a... a a, a, a ideology and philosophy to you. It, it, it rubs off on you without you even knowing. That's why I said the, 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 a man is made up of the things he's exposed to, the conversations he has, and the relationships in his life. And there's nothing the world can do about that. You can't go to church and then go back to an environment and expect church to work. It's not possible. It doesn't work like that. Unless you spend time really listening, perceiving, and having ability to comprehend what is being said. So when we turn around and say the nation family is like a school, it's, it's not a joke, you know. When I sat down, I, I actually sat down working out the equation of the word. What does the word say about finances? Because I know that if I can then get the notion of seed I've been reprogrammed somewhere I've actually changed so one of the interviews we had today they were asking me how has PT changed your your perception on finance but not for tonight if any man has ears to hear let him be listening do you have something for me Amplified, sir. If anyone has ears to hear, mm -hmm. let him hear and heed my words. And heed my words, yeah. NLT. Go for it. Anyone with ears to hear yeah. should listen and understand. Uh-huh. No, just so the NLT here I've got. Then he added, pay close attention to what you hear. Do you understand that? He didn't say pay close attention to the word alone. No, I want that back. He said pay close attention.
attention to what you hear. I can sit on this all night, you know. Because I already know. Look at your social media feed. What you're, you're taking in on a daily basis. I was reading something by an interesting gentleman. Ah, let me leave that alone. Actually, let me just say a little bit of it. I'm not going to go into it. He was talking about how he's returning his, his all investment to all external investment to, to, to back to his, his investors. And he's only taking investment from his family. But he was saying because, the reason why is because he realized now that in order to take external investment, what he actually has to do is he has to be current with everything going on in the world. But in order for him to do that, he has to be on like nine social media apps or whatever. And what happens to him is that he no longer has time to think because of everything is rushing at him. But Jesus gave us an internal principle here. He said, Play, pay close attention to what you hear. Meaning be responsible for actually filtering the traffic that comes into your life. The traffic of words, the traffic of feed, the conversations around you. Some of the guys know me. You see, when they, 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 they start going off a very enough topic and start talking about mad stuff, I just go quiet. I just go mad quiet, like, like you've lost me. Because I'm trying to pay attention to what I decide to hear. I, you see, the word is not just... The word is not just something I hear on a Thursday or a Sunday or on a Tuesday evening with Apostle Sam. It is, it is a programming and I don't want anything to, 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 to mess with that programming. So he says, the closer you listen. Oh, I love this version. He says, the closer you listen, the more understanding you will be given. Do you understand that? The ability to be able to filter words. The ability to understand when to drop a friend because the words they're putting on now, it's not that it's bad words, it's just not season for those words. You understand the season of your life and he said the closer you listen. Whatever is actually lacking in your life right now, do you know that it is not because you are not working hard enough, you just don't understand some things. He said, the closer you listen. So if I have somebody working very close with me, do you know what I want to check? How well do they listen? If you have ability to listen, it means you place value on words. I, I wish I had a ability to communicate this effectively to you. Are you getting me where you are right now? You want to read something? Go for it. Go for it. Then he said to them, mm -hmm. be diligent to understand the meaning behind everything you hear. Oh, my days. He said, be diligent. If a Hector wants to prosper, listen to this. If he wants to prosper, it means he's been diligent enough to sit down with what he has heard and get the meaning behind everything he hears. So he can sit down now and he looks like he's serving or he's a good man because he sat down and he heard it, Pastor Sam, while he was speaking. 
But you see, the diligence to go back and listen and decode the meaning behind everything he hears is what will tilt and frame his life in a certain direction. So I, sometimes I tell people that if we are here tonight, we're not here by fluke. We're here by listening. Some people up and run. They've gone to do certain things and commit to certain things before they've actually sat down to be diligent enough. You know the word diligently de is derived from the word daily. It says, be diligent to understand the meaning. And why am I saying this tonight? Because you see, when you, when you are looking and I know I can enter into some of your rooms and I can imagine the private conversations you're having with yourself. The private doubts you have. And I'm telling you really, uh, uh, realistically, even though you have doubts, what you should have doubts over is the way you have decided to listen. Be diligent to understand. You wanted to read something just now. Oh, yeah. Be diligent to understand the meaning behind everything you hear. Yeah. For as you do, more understanding will be given to you. Oh my days. And he says, as you do, more understanding will be given to you. So I can look now and you know there are some people that may not be able to communicate effectively, but you can see that they have understanding. He said, as you do more understanding will be given to you. So if you see a man prospering, can, you, can I tell you what you're looking at? A man with understanding. Forget the fake one where, I'm not talking materialistic, you know? You know there are clothes that people wear. Let me use clothes as an example. There, you can see a man or a boy wearing certain clothes and you can just think, yeah, this is not meant to be on you. But then there are people that you see this and you just think, wow, this is, as we say, this is a fit. And you realize over time something has happened to this guy. He's evolved. So I was saying again to Minister Sharif, because it was his birthday, I said to him, I said to him that it's not, even if you made a 100K tomorrow, I don't think I would look at you and say, yeah, you're, you've arrived. The reason, simple, the reason simply is because I will first of all check your understanding. I will first of all check whether you've understood. What would you need to understand? The notion of leadership. Let me say something that might hurt, might hurt you a bit. I look at where you're most comfortable around. And I... It, it would already tell me where you are in your life. Some people are more comfortable around like silly conversations with young young people, you know? Like, like I've got some young people that you can just hear them from somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Like a rat. People are comfortable around those stuff. I'm like, you're comfortable there because that's your that's your plane that's your level and it may be funny to some right but it's not funny to me because i will be thinking why are you still at imbecile level like why 
why are you still there? Like, I don't, I'm not a killjoy. You don't mistake me for a killjoy. I know that this person is void of understanding. And that's painful. You know why it's painful? Because I know that the, you know, the, you know what's going to be the, the most painful thing amongst yourselves as brothers and sisters? When people prosper, if there are any broke among us, and there shouldn't be, but if they are, it will be a problem for everybody. I'm praying there won't be, and prayer doesn't do anything, by the way. But it will be painful for everyone. It won't just be the one that is broke that it will be painful for. Everybody will feel it. Feel it. And let me tell you how it is now. If some of you prosper among yourselves now, what happens is you will be, you will be carrying the load of everybody. Just now, as we are now. You'll be having to fork out money for everybody because, because you're the one that is prospering. Imagine now that many people prosper and one doesn't. They, it, that person will become the liability of everyone else. So I've looked into the, the arena of finance and of prosperity and I realized that where we're going, if people are void of understanding, they will become liabilities. And even though in the nation family it will be said, forget story, this is not a this is a hard ground. So I'm saying everybody that will be void of understanding will become a liability in the future. So God gives them, gives us a way out. He says, with the ability you have to hear the meaning behind everything he said more understanding will be given to you and according to the depth of your longing to understand according to the depth of your longing to understand much more will be added to you so the issue that we have in our makeup is we are quick to do we hear a word and think that now it's time to go and act on that word but not knowing that you should have a depth of longing to understand Meaning that your, 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 your appetite to understand should run deep. He said, the way that things are added to you is that you have a depth of longing to understand. So sometimes when I'm there burning the midnight candle or burning the midnight oil, I, I'm actually, I'm no longer, in, I, I'm no longer interested um, about, 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 about how much money I earn. I'm, I'm sorry to say this. There's a time in our lives where we are, we are faced with a struggle and that struggle looks financial, but it's not. It's actually a struggle of understanding. So when I'm cracking my, my, my midnight oil or breaking my midnight oil, sometimes I'm looking and I'm saying, um, someone would give me a report of this is the financial report and I'm saying to myself, I'm not even interested in that anymore. I'm interested, I'm longing to understand the, 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 the program that God has put on the inside of us and how to, to, to understand the words that PT has said so that we can be well positioned in the nation. Much more will be added to you. You want to read something? Read. Go for it. So consider carefully the things you're hearing. Uh -huh. If you put it to use, you will be given more to wrestle with. He said you will be given more to wrestle with. I can talk about listening all night. 
He said, if you put what you have heard to use, and remember use here is to diligently understand the meaning behind what you are hearing. He said, if you put it to use, because you heard it, so you wanted to go and understand it. Do you get it? So I need you to hear me tonight, you know. You heard what you heard, so you now know that you need to go and understand what you are hearing. He said, if you put it to use, if you go to make sure you understand it, you will be given more to wrestle with. So imagine all of a sudden. Okay, let me just do this. I'll explain more later and I'll give you the backdrop later. So imagine all of a sudden, Pastor Faith and all of these guys were on the call today. All of a sudden, we've been given a black canvas today to start a, a, a business college. The first ever in the UK, by the way. I'll give you more context in our leadership meetings or whatever. First ever in the UK. And I've said to the guys already, I know this is going to make us X or Y amount eventually. But to start with, to start with, this is going to run at a deficit. Meaning, it's not going to make money for us to start with. But in order to be able to say that, why can you say that? Understand it. Someone else will look at that and excited. This is the money we can make from it, etc., etc. But then, because you have an understanding of how you want to be placed in the world because of the word. You already know what, what certain activities will take from you before it gives to you. That looks like he's just mentioning it by the way, but I hope you know that many people don't know what is going to be taken from them before they're given to. Sometimes a, a normal man that is Hector's age, probably 24 now, right? You're 24 years old. A normal man will not be able to project that before, so, before someone will even reward me with the slightest bit of reward, it might be five years. Because they don't have understanding. They're looking for the reward from life instead of looking for understanding of the positioning of times and seasons. So many times I will continuously repeat to you that the sons of Issachar understood the times and seasons. But what was it that, that was the key ingredient? Understanding. Why did they run the nation? Because they understood what Israel ought to be doing now. So he says, according to the depth of your longing to understand, much more will be added to you. Let's go back to the original translation, unless you have something else you want to read. Go for it. Think carefully about what you are hearing. Mm -hmm. God will know how much to give you by how much you understand now. Did you hear that? Do you know how I, I don't want to do this now, but and I don't want to sound like a... Because this is just me, sincere, heart-to-heart -heart talk. Do you know the original meaning for the word is logos? Do you know what that means? The original meaning, meaning the root word for the word, the, the root word for the word is logos. Do you know what logos just means? Knowledge. That's the root word. So what you're actually, oh my days, what God set up for your life is a certain knowledge. When you're sitting down decoding that SoundCloud, what you're actually supposed to be getting is knowledge. 
So you understand why he said, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. He said, because they have rejected knowledge, I have rejected them. It's a lot deeper than just that, uh, just the word knowledge as you know it. It's the word. The word is a knowledge bank. Translated from generation to generation. Money, more understanding will be given. So he said, as he said, easy to read one more time. He said, the the go for it, actually. You go for it. God will know how much to give you mm -hmm. by how much you understand now. He said, God will know how much to allocate to you. Remember, I said, if there are any problems or obstacles in your life tonight, it is not the, your ability to work harder that gets you out of those problems or obstacles. It is understanding. What separates a man from a man, a multi-billionaire from a multi-millionaire is just that the multi-billionaire understands certain things. God will know how much to give you by how much you understand, but he will. But he will give you more than you deserve. <laughs> oh, my. The people. Let's, let's finish this bit because we've, we've, we've done a lot. I've already done an hour. So let's go. Let's finish this mark four. Go for it. Then he said to them, mm. take heed to what you hear. Yeah. With the same measure you use, it will be measured to you. And to you who hear, more will be given. I love this. So he says, take heed to what you hear. So remember I told you, look at your feet tonight. Look at the things in which you allow into your life. There's something annoying. This is, I'm just going to throw this all the way off right now, by the way. So there's something annoying that I heard today that is like, it's actually replaying in my head. So, and that's why I delete. So when these guys ask me, why don't I have my Instagram app on my phone? These are the reasons why. So I was on, I was on, in, I decided to go on Instagram for a second, you know. And then I saw, I think it was Pastor Kunle that put it up. And you put, when you go to church and there's like a, there's like a, there's a familiar rhythm that you hear. And then it's like, only one want me, only one want me. I was thinking, oh, So now when I'm walking on the road at the moment, that's all I'm hearing in my head. It's playing in my head and I'm trying to ignore it. And the worst one is I'm in the presence of my daddy. I'm thinking, I can't even swear on this place. But said, damn, why did I open this freaking app? The stuff that you see on that place is, is tapped, you know. It's tapped stuff. I love it. It's funny. Of course, it's funny. But it's just, it's just tapped. There are some stuff that are in your mind right now, walking around, sleeping, making the, the Airbnb in your brain right now. You know, when you're ready for a business meeting, what's going to come out is, I'm in the presence of my daddy. Because it's just living there. You think you won't? Okay. You're looking for that piece of knowledge, but it's, it's taken it. But he says, it will be measured to you, and to you who hear, more will be given. More will be given. Go and read on. Let's For see. whoever has, to him more will be given. Mm -hmm. But whoever does not have, even what he has will be taken away from him. What is he talking about here? Understanding. Whoever has understanding, more will be given. Why? He has learned listening. He has learned how to listen. 
his emotions or his, his, his excitement does, does not get in the way of him listening. So I was actually listening, I was actually speaking to one of the, the girls today and I was saying to her that the reason why I had to send it to this person is because you don't listen. So I don't talk. But that's to your detriment because your life will be affected because of that, not mine. The framework of a life, the framework of what you will become is based on what you listen to and comprehend. So I get messages, even till now, I get messages saying, sir, I, you know, I just want to come under your leadership. Da, 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 da. And I'm saying, first of all, then, look, whatever is going on in your mind, right, cannot get in the way of my words to your life. The, 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 most, the most interesting thing of being a leader, a pastor, is the ability, your, your job, your 24-hour job is to shape lives. And when you want to shape lives, the, the most destructive thing is when you have a person who you're speaking to that does not listen. Because you want to you position them for a place within a world that is already fast-paced. And you can see what God is trying to make out of this life, but they're void of listening and they're void of understanding. So you know eventually whatever they have will be taken away from them. The, the little they have will be taken away because they couldn't get to the place where they can listen and understand. Because listening and understanding is the first place you must get to if God is going to shape and mold. It's such an interesting account that Acts chapter 1 gives to us of the life of Christ. Because once you've listened and you've understood, you begin to do and you begin to teach. You begin to, you begin to display it, you begin to instruct, and you begin to instill so let's look at what Acts chapter 1 says about the life of Jesus from the account of, of the apostle. Go for it. In my former book, Theophilus, uh -huh. I wrote about all that Jesus began to do uh -huh. and to teach. You see, he wrote about all that Jesus began to do and to teach. But you can only teach what you understand. You cannot teach what you do not know. So I realize the issue that it happens is when you do not know, you cannot do. So if I were you, some of you, I would spend time knowing. And that's why sometimes I come and with some of the, the people that then joined me, uh, I, I, you know, the first thing I do is I, I destroy every structure they've built. So you, <laughs> let me leave that. I destroy every structure they've built. And I told them, come and sit here. Because now you need, I need to check what you know. And I need to deliver understanding to you. 
I wrote about all that Jesus began to do and to teach. Go on. Until the day he was taken uh -huh. up to heaven. Yeah. After giving instructions through the Holy Spirit to the apostles he had chosen. Mm -hmm. After his suffering, he presented himself to them and gave many convincing... And so on and so on. I've, I've stored up scriptures for myself as I begin to close. And, and let me just say this because... Again, this is just supposed to be a brief chat, I'm, and I've done over an hour now, but this is supposed to be a brief chat tonight. And I'm just going to stick with the fact that the first instrument for shaping lives and changing narratives is ability to listen and place value on words. What you should do I know some of you appreciate me, meaning you appreciate me as your leader, and I'm, I'm all for appreciation and admiration, but now if I, I'm talking about replicating results from a PT down to yourselves, what happens is the first value you place is a value on the words you hear, meaning you intentionally pay attention to them because you know that these words govern your life. I've looked, and I say this often, I think, sincerely for me, I'm not at a stage, and I was saying it actually on the, the, with, at the dinner with the House of Pinnacle, or not House of Pinnacle, the Pinnacle House. I was saying to them that I'm at a stage where, look, you can bring your seed. If, you, if I check your seed at the end of the month and you've given your 1,000 pounds, I say, look, do whatever you like. You know why? Because the onus is no longer on me. I've proven to you. I've proven to you over and over again. Some of the guys around, I've proven by the word that I can outfeed you guys. Meaning, if I wanted to, I can, I can feed the whole community by the word. I see your hustle. I see it, but I've proven by listening intently, by being in my position of leadership, by staying stable, whether, st whether storm or sunshine, whether rain or whatever, or cloud, I've sat here, whether disobedience or obedience sometimes, you know, Whether suffering, struggle, or times of smiling. I've sat here positioned in, in, in leadership, shaped and put together by the words and of a man. While I've seen others run helter-skelter, trying to prove that they are some sort of some sort of shape or money men. Or, I don't know what they're trying to prove. 
trying to sort out their everyday runnings. And I'm saying, well, I understood something. The technicality of listening, you spot gaps in the market. You become a different framework. You're able to push certain people to a side. People know they can't talk certain things around you because they already know what kind of framework you're in. It's also an attention to yourself that you pay getting more skillful and more understanding because you know that you're preparing for something because the word is indicating it to you. And even in times where you can't see what tomorrow holds, you're immersed in certain words because you value the words of not just your leader, the apostle, the, the one that God has sent to deliver structure, your special messenger, your pastor, your leader. You value the words. You spend time with them and with that you get to know them more because you get to know what's on their heart. So I, I said to them that, look, I'm not going to chase you up and down anymore. You can do what you like. Some of the guys are sometimes surprised with me. I, they come to ask me certain things and just say, yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah, do it, do it. You know why? Because it's either you understand or you don't. And PT says this many times, and as a leader, you grow back into knowing this. You, you share word after word with people, and, and, and you feel like if they don't listen to what you're saying, there's nothing you can do. But then they should not also blame you for the results they get in their life either. Because you spoke. You spoke. You said it. You were mentioning it week after week. Day after day, hour after hour, speaking, sitting down sometimes with people endlessly, talking about their lives and how to structure it. And you know the hardest thing for people to accept is the fact that they can't see tomorrow. And nothing, 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 ex like nothing excludes you from these words. You know why? Because just because you're a leader and talking about myself now, just because I'm a leader doesn't mean that I'm excluded from the fact that certain things may not be better tomorrow unless I have keen ability to listen. I know my hardest times have always been when I removed myself from a pattern God has given me in my life, which is to sit down and pay attention attention to the words and sometimes even cry for understanding i never ever sat down one day and cried to god for money never but i've cried that i may know that i may know that i may know and you know paul the apostle i've said this so many times all that paul he says and we know there's just something that he knew that distinguished him that they may know. So when we now look at the prayer that says, and that your eye, the eyes of your understanding may be flooded. 
with light. It is almost a cry. Sometimes you can be up late praying. Just and this is not a a, a, a motivational speech to pray. If you like, pray. If you like, don't pray. It's your issue. But you see, when we're praying in the Holy Ghost and we're doing our Libra Hande Liviando Sobrianda, we're praying and we're just believing God to be able to understand the mysteries. So Jesus turned to them. I think this is the scripture that I will end with. Jesus turned to them, Matthew chapter 13. And he said to them, to you it has been given. So what you should be afraid of is when you are void of understanding because what God gives is understanding. I think one time I preached about the cloud and that your life will not move on. You know, you know what's so funny about that, that, that message? I haven't said this to anybody. What's so funny about that message is about a week after I preached that message, financially, right, everything changed. Just a week after. There's something so interesting about the word. And I was saying to everybody that was around me at that time that, you know what I discovered about this time is we need to discover something in the word. We need to get to know something in the word. Once we know it, our financial life will change. And then I think we knacked it. Your ability to download certain things in the cloud. And then all of a sudden, boom, it changed. That was it. That was the end of that season. Read this scripture for me. Let me close. And the disciples came and said to him, mm. why do you speak to them in parables? Yeah. He answered and said to them, mm. because it has been given to you yeah. to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. Yeah. But to them, it has not been given. Read on. For whoever has, to him, more will be given. Uh, did you see that? To whoever has, more will be given and... And he will have abundance. Mm -hmm. But whoever does not have, even yeah. what he has, will be taken away from okay. him. Therefore, I speak to them in parables. Uh -huh. Because seeing, they do not see. Uh -huh. And hearing, they do not hear. Yeah. Nor do they understand. Why did he speak to them in parables? Because they don't understand. So you've got to be careful when your leader just starts to get very blase with you very few in words with you like yeah yeah it's fine just do what you're gonna do because he says he's seen that you're he or she has seen that you are void of understanding he says he said he speaks to them in stories because they do not un they don't understand he said seeing they do not see and hearing do they do not hear remember what he said when he talked about listening your ability to perceive your ability to listen and your ability to comprehend if those things are missing then guess what you're just a parable person. Go on. Read what you need to. Said, uh -huh. That is why I use these parables. Mm -hmm. For they look, but they don't really see. They look. They look. They're there. This, and this, unfortunately, you're in front of me. But they're, they're where Hector is looking at me right now. But they do not see. He said they hear. But they don't really but listen. But they not really listening. So you can even be online. Let me stop using Hector because he's just been thinking, no, not me. You can be online watching me where you are. They hear, but they don't really listen. Or understand. They don't. And you know, 
at the end of the day, that will be the down. You know why I preach these things so passionately? You know, in my heart, realistically, I want everybody to prosper. But you know the disappointing thing about this thing? You know what I've clocked? Not everybody will. That's so, you know how heartbreaking that is? It's so heartbreaking to know that not everybody will. They hear, but they don't really listen or understand. Go on, you have something to us. If you do. If you don't, that's fine. I'm ready to. So, why am I giving this? Almost like a state of emergency. Before you start getting caught up in your age and what time it is in your life, can I give you something? Break down certain structures and go back to listening. I feel like some of you are on the verge and you're asking yourself, which way do I go now? I'm saying go back to listening. Go back. Don't go, don't take another step forward without sitting down with a certain word and, and actually crying to God and saying, Lord, let me understand. What God gives is understanding. Before we broke into just making millions look like, like child's play. I knew, and I'm going to share this with you, I just knew that I had to spend, it was like everything, every road was shut. Nothing was going right. And then I just knew, mm -mm, there's something you don't understand. So I, I just, and this is not, so I just decided to then keep myself to myself. I have to say it that way before it sounds like I decided to lock myself up and pray. Because I didn't. I decided to lock myself up and sleep. But I knew there was something I needed to understand. So, I just, I just, and I'm trying to help someone tonight. That's why I'm saying it like this. I just excommunicated myself from any business news, anything. And I just sat down with some sound clouds in the word, right? And I just heard and heard and heard until I heard something different. Even though I've heard it before, but it came out different. I understood it. I understood. And that word for me was the download, download. Don't move until the download is finished. And I remember I talked about it. I said, the cloud does not lift until the download is finished. God said to the children of Israel that you cannot set out when the cloud is resting. So he said, you can't set out when the cloud is resting because there's an understanding that I'm delivering. But when the cloud lifts, then you're able to move. Then you set out. Then your journey is able to go on. And at that moment, I clocked it. I realized every stage of my life, when things come to a standstill, every stage of your life is there is there is an understanding and he says the reason why he speaks to some in parables is or why it sounds like parables to some is because they look but they don't really understand some of you they don't really see and they hear but they don't really listen so i'm asking some of you to unclog your ears tonight unclog your ears the trajectory of your life on the eve of 11-11, the trajectory of your life, I don't care who you are, by the way. I don't care who or what you think your position does. You see, your, 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 the trajectory of your life is actually determined by the measure you use to listen. Not the measure you use to work. 
People look, use a big measure to work. Big. Working all day. All night. But what about listening? What about paying attention to the words that come out week in, week out with such velocity, positioning people for a new world? But you know, sometimes I realize even out of the chosen, there was still a particular set that were chosen for even higher, not higher secret, but even inner secret, even more inner secret. I ask you what you want to be tonight. He says to those who apply the diligence to understand, to understand everything they're hearing, to find out the meaning behind what they are hearing. Guess what? He said more will be given. Your financial position in life or in the nation to sow. So someone asked me the other day and I'll just say it the way. You can your recruitment company can make 300k a month or 400k a month but all of it is gone at the end of the, does that not do you not ever feel like your money is running low i say no of course human wise i just feel well yeah it's running low but i said i understand that this came to achieve something so i'm more satisfied by what it achieves than having it but your background will make you want to have money as a safety my, my, my rewiring makes me want to have money to achieve things. So it doesn't matter how much it makes. It matters what we use the money to do. So I said the reason why we will be better fighters than the world is because even when we launch our college or whatever we launch, even if we make a million in a month, we can use 999,000 to fight with no saving anywhere. You've got to be scared of such people. You've got to be very scared of such people. I hope you've been blessed by the word tonight. Let me leave it at that. I'm just getting you ready. You know we're going to have all fun, but I have to deliver. <laughs> I just came to deliver some words to you tonight just to help you you're a product of first of all what you hear the value of words some of you will become multi-millionaires just because you were able to listen and and hear right you're just able to listen some of you will know how your leader is really feeling because you pay attention to them. You just pay attention. You know how they really feel. They might even have told you, yeah, do this thing, but you know, no, 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 I know this man. No, 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 no. You just know. You just know. So if... If you're sitting down tonight and you're saying to yourself, sir, I maybe not be able to ask you this question personally because I don't know how to, but what do I do now? I said, just use from now till the new year to just listen. Even if your things are not working around you, for now, 
just use it to listen. You will be wired in such a way that whatever you touch will work. I'm telling you. It will work. I am pleasured to usher us into this season. I think it's a season of wealth for everybody. I've been hearing so much, so much good news. In the words of Minister Benedicta, what did you say to me today, Minister Benedicta? Something about um, I'm glowing and the account is overflowing or something like that. I can't remember what you said it, but it's a season on whatever level God decides to prosper you on. It's a season of prosperity. I told one of your sisters, make sure you never run out of stock. Whatever you got to do to keep stock remaining, just do it. Because I know there's something that is about to come your way. There's something that is about to change Whatever less, I mean, whatever level you are on, there's something that's about to come and change. I was looking. I was looking, excuse me. Yeah, skin glowing, account overflowing. Don't run out of stock for some of you, especially those of you in e-commerce. Just keep stocking up. If you've got to borrow, just borrow stock up. I'm telling you. Just keep stocking up. Don't think of new ideas just yet. Listen and stock, listen and stock, and allow the thing to do what it needs to do. Something is coming your way. Those of you in the events industry and doing what you need to do, don't worry about if you sit down with a peace sign or not for the next instruction. You will hear it in the word because God will give you instructions. You will know what to do as long as you listen. Whatever field or industry, for those of you thinking, is it this the right time to start this now? Just sit down, listen, wait. Just wait. God is doing a reprogramming. Just listen and wait. I love you all. It's been a blessing. I, I, I determined to go to 12 tonight, so I've done it. I love you all. Have a lovely evening um, and a lovely rest.